Welcome to Sales and Sisterhood, a podcast of service providers who don't want to sit on the sidelines. I'm Ku, sales and communication coach and founder of Sunny and Flow. I'm dishing out everything you need to know to help you communicate clearly and confidently, sharpen your sales skills, make your messaging magnetic, and articulate your value with ease. Plus, guest visits from my sisterhood and fellow female founders killing it in business so you can take a leaf out of their book and make shit happen in your own life too. Success and happiness in business takes two key things making sales and having a sisterhood. You deserve both and that's why I'm here. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Sales and Sisterhood. I'm excited to talk about this today because I thought given that this podcast is so heavily focused on sales psychology, I kind of wanted to explain what the hell sales psychology is, how I view it, and I guess how it can help move the needle forward in your business because it's such an untapped resource. And I think it's also something that people don't fully understand and maybe have a few misconceptions around. So let's break that down, shall we? Now, if you are one of those people that's adopted this mentality that sales psychology is an evil thing and you don't want to borrow of it, I've got to say, you're going to miss out on some really game-changing insights that could seriously help you grow your business if you hold on to that belief. Because, and I say this all the time, sales psychology is not a dirty term. Psychology in selling is essentially zeroing in on your customers or your clients' emotional need. And one of the biggest misconceptions that I hear is that sales psychology is manipulative and it's about convincing people to do things that they don't want to do for your own benefit. Let me be clear. It's not about emotional manipulation. It's about empathy. Imagine if sales didn't feel so hard. Imagine if you had a toolkit to draw from and you truly understood what makes your unique client tick so that you can write, speak and interact with them in a way that made them excited to work with you. If you could articulate your value and create magnetic messaging that draws people into you without you having to hustle so hard or getting raging anxiety on your sales calls or writer's block when you're creating your social captions, which is what I hear all the time. And this is how infusing sales psychology supports us in business because it's essentially is that toolkit that we can draw from to make those things happen, right? So it's kind of been ingrained to us that sales can be this nasty thing that that's selling and sales psychology. It's all shady and weird. Like we see it a lot in Hollywood movies. We get that vibe a lot from the used car salesman reference that gets thrown around quite a bit, but it's simply not true. It's not about trickery. It's about understanding the human mind and heart of your dream clients, how their brain works, how it's wired, and how using that and understanding that can help elevate your client experience and your communication and your copy and that all of your marketing as a whole is aligned with that. Because a lot of people will focus on the surface level stuff that their clients need. They'll touch on the basic pain points and things like that. But sales psychology is about going way deeper than that. And it's a super powerful tool. And it really doesn't have to be a terrible thing. Some people use knives to stab people and others use knives to cut mangoes. It's not the tool that's the problem. It's the humans. And if you're a good human, which I'm sure you are, sales psychology is nothing to be afraid of. And you're really not going to hurt anyone with it. And it's kind of like, and this might be a weird analogy, but bear with me. When you want to teach or encourage your dog to sit, right, you would use a certain kind of doggy psychology to guide it. 
which is rewarding it for sitting by giving it a treat. So that's one way we know that a dog's brain will respond and we can move that little doggy along in its journey to becoming a better sitter. So the dog's brain is obviously wired to respond that way. So we use it to support the learning process. The dog sits, we give it a treat, it learns that sitting is associated with something good and it sits next time without as much hesitation. So using sales psychology in your business is similar in essence. So no, obviously you don't give your clients a treat to get them on board, but you can use what you know about the human brain and its triggers to support your ideal clients along in their buying journey. So just like dogs sit for certain reasons, humans buy for certain reasons. And sales psychology is simply understanding why they buy and using that to help them along on those purchasing decisions along that buying journey. So the problem with viewing this topic as manipulative or icky is that you're really only standing in the way of your own ability to make sales with less effort and more ease, which is really the dream when you think about it. Because whether we like it or not, the sale comes before the actual service that we deliver. So if you can't sell to people, you can't help them with your actual service. By shying away from sales psychology and seeing it as a bad thing, quote unquote bad thing, you're doing yourself and your own revenue a disservice because you're also blowing your chances of not just making a sale, but actually helping someone with what it is that you do. Because if they don't buy from you and they don't say, yep, sign me up, I want to work with you, or I want to join this, or I want to do this with you, you can't help them. So it's not a manipulation game. It's just about empathizing with them and understanding their needs on a deeper level so that you can speak to that and so that you can understand and know what they really need to hear about your offer and your point of difference and writing and speaking about it in a way that resonates with them and you guessed it, moves them along on that purchasing journey. So, and I guess this is probably another weird analogy. I have a lot of them. So brace yourself. It's like when you're shopping solo, right? And you're in the change rooming and you're you're trying on a dress and you're like, I don't know if I should buy this dress. You just kind of need that second opinion. You want somebody to help you on your purchasing journey and you, you walk out and there's a shop attendant there and she's like, yeah, that's great. You should get that. It looks amazing. Or she's like, you know what? I've actually got something else better that might suit you. And she's helping you along on that buying journey because she understands, you know, if you're telling her like, oh, you know, it's going to be hot. So I need something that's going to be breathable. I don't want to be sweating. I don't want sweat patches. I don't want this or I'm feeling a bit frumpy. I don't want something too tight. When she understands those needs of what you're looking for, she's then going to be able to help guide you on that purchasing decision and find the right fit for you. So that in essence is sales psychology, right? Might be a weird example and probably won't apply to our service providers, but I just wanted to give you like another way of looking at these things. It's not about being a pushy salesperson. It's about being a trusted advisor. So if you can look at your sales approach as you being a trusted advisor and applying these sales psychology principles to support what you're doing and how you're bringing people on board, then your strike rate's going to be a lot higher. You know, Another example where, where businesses infuse sales psychology ever so subtly is when we're choosing a particular restaurant to eat at, right? We don't always do it just because of the food. Sure, sometimes we're like, I'm craving that burger. Let's go there. But other times it's because of the vibe. It's because of the music, the ambience, the whole experience that the restaurant creates, the way that the the staff make you feel like realty or something that's family friendly. There's so many different touch points and elements that influence our decisions. And that's because that restaurant has a certain type of people or a certain group that they want to attract. So they set their business up and they set their restaurant up in a way that's going to appeal to those certain elements of somebody's thought process and create that experience for them to attract them in. So essentially, you're using the sales psychology toolkit 
to create experiences and marketing and messaging that influences your ideal client group to come in and work with you and get them in your restaurant, so to speak. So I hope that kind of makes sense and gives you a different perspective on what exactly sales psychology is and how you can sort of apply it to your business. I'm going to be breaking down the exact and most powerful parts of sales psychology for service providers in this podcast. But before we get into the nitty gritty, I really wanted to start with that because it is important that we shift our perspective on it because it helps us sort of understand it on a deeper level and then feel more comfortable with actually using these techniques. So I hope that that has shifted your perspective if you were on the fence about what sales psychology is and how it might work for you. And maybe you had a light bulb moment. If you have, I'd love to hear on Instagram, send me a DM. But otherwise, stay tuned because I've got so much good stuff coming that you're actually going to be able to apply and different areas of sales psychology that I'm going to break down so that you can take them, put them in your own toolkit and help make your sales process easier. So you can get clients across the line with much more ease and without all of the hustle and the anxiety that comes with it. So until next time, stay sunny, back yourself and have fun. And I'm super excited to be back soon with a, oh, you know what, I was going to give you a little hint, but I'm not going to. You will just have to tune in to find out what I'm going to be talking about. But it's going to be great. And I hope you'll be there. Have fun. Bye.